Welcome, everybody. You ever feel like your life is just too complicated? There's too much family drama going on? You don't know who you love sexually and who you're related to? Sometimes it's both. Welcome to the attic. It's Mises Peasies. You're flapping. I'm going to flap. Okay. Hey. Hey, dear listener. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of VC's Pieces Podcast with your hosts. I'm Katie. I'm Tia. Most of the time. Most of the time. And we we are here in the attic um, and we're tucking in. Tucking in. It's night time. It's midnight. Ah. That was great. That was good. Not even planned. Not even planned. Never is. Extemporaneous. Um, Anus. Today... On this day, we're talking about the fourth book in the Cutler series, uh, Midnight Whispers. It's Midnight Whispers. Uh, Midnight Whispers is what I said, but Midnight Whispers. Which, which I'm thinking right now, gross. Don't. Oh my God. Don't creep up on me and like. And that's literally. That's spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. There were midnight whispers Ugh. that were not They were not okay. The sidebar, fourth wall. At one point, I took a screenshot of something, and my autocorrect filled in, and it just said, no. <laughs> I was like, my autocorrect and I were on the same wavelength. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I love if, that. if you're wondering what's going to happen, here we have Tia with the flappy back. The inaccurate oh, back flap. I said that about um. you. I actually lost part of the back flap. <laughs> I think it's like sweet, innocent Dawn's daughter Christy has grown up in the safest, most loving of homes. Really? Mm. Christy can't help feeling as if a dark cloud hovers over, oh, hovers over Cutler's Cove. A cloud whose origins lie in her family's troubled history. Hmm. And the many questions no one, not even Dawn, will answer. Only one person can always chase away her blues. Gavin, Daddy mm. Jimmy's young and handsome stepbrother. Mm. Then, in one harsh night, Christie's what? Night. Yeah, yeah. I know they went straight from like one to plot point seventeen. Yeah, okay. The <clears throat> then, in one harsh night, harsh night, Christie's world is changed forever. She is shocked to discover her uncle Philip's unbrotherly love for her mother. But even worse is the way he now looks at Christy, his eyes bright with tortured passion. Mm. <laughs> Fleeing to New York City, she finds her real father, a mm. pathetic, helpless has-been. Desperate and heartbroken, she turns to Gavin, who travels with her to the meadows, the plantation where Christy was born. In Gavin's arms, in the first tender moments of true love, Christy finds a refuge from her painful memories. But the meadows is blighted by its own dark secrets. And all too soon, Christy is torn from Gavin's embrace. Now, as black storms of evil gather around her, Christy must struggle to break the cruel bonds of the past to defy the curse that has haunted Cutler's Cove for generations. The actual fuck? You, you, have, you have a problem with this backflap? I do. What? A lot of it. Yeah? Yeah. So we, weird things to focus on. Yeah. Uh, things that happen in, within, like, two pages. Um, and then also... I don't know, like, break the cruel bonds of the past. Like, did that... 
Well, I don't know. So, I Anyways. I found they had, they had a pretty clever prologue here, whereas uh, Christy is just she is just about sweet sixteen, and we'll pretty, get there. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's writing a letter to Trisha, um, and who we still love. We still love, yeah. Um, no one said we didn't. No, and I'm just saying. Why why it's clever is she throws in things that the reader doesn't know, but presumably Trisha would know. She was like, you know my. You know how my nine-year-old brother Jefferson is. Yeah. Like, I presume Trisha knows who it is and how old he is. <laughs> but, hey, at the end of the last book, Dawn finally got knocked the fuck up. I feel like the um, this age gap like is accurate. So I feel like Christy would have been like seven by the time that Jefferson was born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally... Finally, someone's paying attention. Gap. Ooh, that made me question some things oh. later on, but also at the beginning. So, Okay, wow. Let's dive in, kids. This is from Christy's point of view in the VC fashion. This is now the third family of books where, where our protagonist um, is no longer the protagonist, but their child is. Christy. Yeah, the only thing that was different in Dollinganger, um, the child's point of view was book three, not book four. Yep. So but, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. We'll see what the pattern, but maybe it's just organic to the story. Who knows? A lot of this know. doesn't feel, I hope none of this it, is actually mm-hmm. organic. Um, still no year. No. Nope. I, there was one cultural note later on. I will get there. Okay. Um, I'm excited. So, and I noted this because Chrissy uses a kind of archaic phrase in her letter to Trisha that says, Mommy and Fern had a row. Oh, Yeah. Fern is at college, and I feel like, again, this age gap is widening. Because if we're going off the fake one that they did in Twilight's Child, where Fern was, like, ten and Christy was five-ish. Yeah. Five-ish. Because she would go to kindergarten and Fern was, like, ten, eleven. Yeah, five years. That tracks. Twenty-one in college. Yeah. Um, What age do you think people went to college? I don't know anything. Fair. Plus, she probably also got held back some and, like... Do you think she's too old to be in college or too young to be in college? I was just, I just realized, like, I never thought, I, only, only inspired by you (laughs) do I think about people. I just read, and I didn't until we just started talking about ages, and I was like, click. So, you know, maybe on my own timeline, I I would have checked my thought and and moved on, but here we are. Um, Hello. New year. There's a leering portrait. She notes that Grandfather Cutler is a leering portrait. I love that. Yeah. I mean, kind of. I don't know. I kind of can't wait to meet him. IRL. I know. What? Oh, those twins are too close. Gross. Yeah, they're freaking yes, gross. Noted. Um, um, there was a uh, like morning mm, of Sweet Sixteen birthday. Yeah. Um, <sighs> this. So Shristri has like. <laughs> I can't. You don't stop. You can't do that. Yes, I can. Okay, great. So Shristri is like. Oh, the weather is always my things, and I wanted the it's blue skies thing. of the morning. It's and it my, was... The weather is kind of my thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, dreary, so my all my personality has to do with weather, which they don't really, like, circle back to really too much. Not too much. No. Like, maybe, like, one little nibble. But yeah, like, but... No, she... if it's her thing. Yeah, I don't know, like... I don't know. Anyways, but there, like, she goes, she, you know, flits downstairs finally. She's having a sweet 16. There was a program on the MTV called My Super Sweet 16 that, mm-hmm. if, unless you had seen that, you would be flummoxed by the 
grandiosity of this fucking event. She wants to save every memento from this precious day. Do you know that's another thing that's uh, been a VC trope? Like, I unwrapped it being careful not to rip any of the paper so I could save it. Yes, people, you say that. Yeah, people unwrap gifts like my friend Amanda. I, Shout out, you'll never listen to this, but thinking of you. I would like to do that, but only because I like to reuse wrapping paper. Oh, yeah. It's like a good sturdy situation. Yeah, I 100%. mean, you know, you can't really recycle wrapping paper. It's for the I know. Earth. That's why I don't even use it anymore. Right? Newspaper. Me all the time. Awesome. Great. Or nothing. Uh, yeah. Reuse a gift bag forever. For, yeah. It's coming apart. At this. It's all soft at the seams. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I mean, I'm soft at the seams, so oh, I love it. Um, so, you know, she wakes up. Her little brother comes in. And he's like, are you getting, can I have your toys? And she's like, if I can turn 16, I'm not going to have toys. And he's like, but if you get any, can I? She's like, yes, go, go away. And then mommy's like, Mama Don. Mama Don. Mama Don. a real woman. And then she goes downstairs, sees her dad, who's still very handsome, Jimmy. and this fucking quote. Oh. I had no trouble understanding my why mommy had been in love with them ever since they were children. Like, on the surface, like, oh. But then it's like, oh, if you go one millimeter under the surface of that statement. Yeah, because, like... Tristri knows that... Do she? Yeah. She do? Yeah, her and... Um, yeah, absolutely. Because okay. she knows like that uh, Granddaddy Longchamp went to... Prison. To prison for this stuff. She knows that her mom got kidnapped, all this shit. Like, Which, by the way, people get very upset when they talk about Ormond being a felon. And it's like, well, he, he did prison. <laughs> I know, but like, you don't need to be rubbing it in like it was something... It's not of his character. Yeah, no, like, especially, like, he committed a crime not knowing he was committing a crime. Fair. Like, he didn't go to prison. Like, he didn't didn't go to prison on purpose. Yeah. (laughs) As people often do. Um, Yeah, like, it's not like he and um, Sally Jane, Sally Jane, Sally Jean, uh, like. Billie Jean, Sally Jean. Yep. Kidnap, kidnapped Don. They were horny. Cutlers were like, hey, sneak off with this baby. It's what everyone wants. And they're like, cool. That's what happened. It was an accidental kidnapping. So, yeah, fucking don't rub it in that he had to go to jail for that shit because he loved her like she was his own child. Fucking birthday party is fancy as a wedding. There is preparations happening. So, um, but we have this portrait at the breakfast table and it's like loving, but not, but. We don't get our faces rubbed in it. There's, like, gentle, like, joshing and, like, it's idyllic. It's so idyllic. So idyllic. Um, So, Christy. Enviable, even. Huh? Enviable, even. Um, And uh, so, Christy goes to up up the hotel. And as we remember, they have their house away from the hospital. Hotel. A A stone's throw. How far you throw a stone? I don't know. Um, so she goes to oversee, check out the setup of this motherfucking fancy ass (laughs) formal question mark affair. Um, also pins and needles till step uncle Gavin arrives. Mm -hmm. So Um, excited. She sees uncle Philip. He's always with his surprising kisses. Mm. Now we have off, off mic talked about how the fuck you kick. Kiss someone on the cheek. Kick them on the cheek. <laughs> and have your lips b- brush theirs on the pull away. I. Can we try? 
Sure. Okay. <laughs> like this, like they. That. Okay. <laughs> that was just that was just corner to corner. Though. I know that's grazing the lip. All right. Yeah. It doesn't. I'll buy that. Yeah. It's not a full mouth to full mouth. No, face. I didn't. Th- I didn't picture <laughs> it like that. No. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what I picture, and it's very funny to me. Yeah, no, it is funny, but I think that that's what it was. It was just like, oh, as I'm pulling back, I'm just, a little bit of shwimp. Setting up now the main arc of this whole family, which is motherfucking fuck you, Philip. Motherfucking fuck you, So fucking gross. Why is he so fucking gross? Because he's mad that he didn't get to fucked on. The end. I mean, he did fucked on. I'm sorry, but he couldn't handle that. That sibling reveal 52 books ago. <laughs> it's true. You get to be fucking gross. Oh, yeah, he's the worst. It's, it's, it's privilege personified. Yeah, it's very affluent of him. That's what he wanted. And it wasn't fair. It's not fair that we found out we were related. I wish that we didn't find out we were related till after we had consensual sex instead of what happened in the shower. She and Don's it. like, no, I'm glad we did. How, what is wrong with you? I know. Constantly. Um, Christy notes that Aunt Bet um, is dressed to highlight her best features, one of which is her thin mouth. <laughs> I love that. That's your, be- that's your best. Go. Oh, so <laughs> when, uh, when she's going to check out like how the party's going, they mention that like there's um, one of the party favors it are mirrors with her face, face on, on the, the back. back. What? <laughs> Can you imagine? Imagining like myself at 16, like this kind of like gargoyle-ish kind of like, and you pick up the mirror and you're like, oh, I look good today. Oh, I was wrong back. That's the back. <laughs> wrong side. Uh, there's also a weird... Are there Jordan almonds? I hope so. <laughs> Oh, man, I want some Jordan almonds. And I want to watch Bridesmaids. Anyway. Yep. Um, So there's a description of the twins. Richard was slightly heavier and an inch or so taller, but Melanie had straighter teeth and smaller ears. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Now we know. (laughs) That is not... That's not helpful at all. You were not. What are you comparing? It's like, what? It's smaller than what? But. <laughs> it's just. But. It's just some descriptive words. All right. Ugh. I mean, do you think. I mean, could they be identical or fraternal? No, they, they can't be they identical. Can't be identical because, but they talk about how they look exactly like, except for the ears. Richard's a bit heavier with larger teeth heavier and an inch or so taller but melanie had straighter teeth and smaller ears <laughs> she's really stretching to find anything she is they're smaller than her brothers a male of the species I, as would you expect uh, i do like to picture richard and melanie as kind of like androgynous mirror images yeah i picture them as like basically the twins from The Shining, only slightly different. Yes, like they, older. like that vibe. Yes, I actually, actually, those aren't even twins. Did you know that? They're sisters in the book. I don't think they just dressed correct. the same. Yeah, correct. They're like six um, and eight or some shit. Maybe the two twins are doing like are doing like mime hands all the time. That's what I picture them doing all the time, just like mime hands together. Yeah, I don't know. Creepy, weird mirror stuff. Um, uh, one thing I did think was a bummer is that they never like had like a secret twin language. I feel like that would have been a nice thing to also feel. But they're learning about. French, and 
speak their conjugate their verbs. Um, conjugate more than that. I am kind of. Oh yeah, so so it's like exciting, very exciting time. All the people she loves are arriving. Um, I'm kind of loving Aunt Fern's vibe upon arrival. <laughs> I know you. I know you. Are. You know I would. Yeah. She's like disheveled. She has like. Fuck you, clothes on. It's like she just chopped off all of her hair, just ripping off. butts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, girl. Okay. Also, is this supposed to be fucking Fern? I know. I think it's supposed to be Fern. Why is the, she what hair? is it called? The step. The back, step back, which is through the window. Um, this inaccurate. And it's very long hair, like one of those. They're back now. The body suit, body suit with like yeah. the snappy crunch uh-huh. and like a denim. Uh, it's like a floral bodysuit. And a denim, uh, black denim mini skirt, and like very like slutty hair. I mean, it's not even that slutty. It's long, and she has a vibe. She's tussled. Tussled. But I feel like she she looks way classier. Yes, (laughs) tussled like she just did a fuckins. All right, like I don't know. Yeah, she's ready for a glamour shot. She just got fuck me eyes. There we go. Yeah. So basically, Fern (laughs) rolls up and is like, she's like. Ugh, I get like chills when I come here, and it's like, I, and I kept waiting. Spoiler alert: this does not happen. I kept waiting for a reveal from Fern, like, oh, this happened to me, and I have a trauma from it. Not just I'm shitty Fern. Shitty Fern. Just shitty Fern. Shitty Fern. Shitty bitchy Fern. Yep. SBF. <laughs> if it's sunny out, you gotta have like a nice SBF on you. Oh yeah. Um, Chrissy and Gavin. They're not related, but they were raised as uncle uh-huh. and stepneys. Because they are instantaneously tingled. Yeah, and they had been. I mean, they had done been tingled. Yeah, you could, t- like I said at the end of the last podcast, like it's very clear that they were setting up a yes. later because it was like, oh, Gavin applauded his little fucking arms off. After- <laughs> He's got no arms. <laughs> after- <laughs> you just got two little stubs. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> so she's on pins and fucking needles waiting for Gavin to arrive. And she. And it's just like looking at. Did you note any of these decorations? I didn't jot them down because I was just like, I had this break in the fourth meow meow. I had this book um, as a teen, uh, on without any of the others. Yeah. So like I knew it was gonna happen. So I'm just I'm just like I was just waiting to get there. Blech. Yeah, gross. Um, it's like styrofoam cutout music notes Chrissy piano Chrissy piano that's it that's her th- Chrissy piano I think piano. they had like saxophones and guitars too. it was just like hey and like a balloon sculpture that a said happy 16th of birthday we love a you a cake in the shape of a piano yep nailed it and I'm picturing like they're wheeling it out on like a freaking like Flatbed. a platform. Yeah, <laughs> it's a plinth. It's, it <laughs> it's is a plinth of it cake. Is a, it is a life-size piano. Yeah, that's what cake. I'm picturing. I'm picturing actually like a baby grand piano. Same. Yep. Great. Not huge. Not like an upright. <laughs> Not one of those shitty uprights. A baby grand. <sighs> um. Yeah, it's it's the fanciest thing. I'm pretty sure when I turned 16, I got a VHS copy of uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. In the clamshell. My mom came home from like... Oh, my parents weren't home. They had plans. They just left me that movie. Uh, yeah, no, my my mom came, like rolled in with some dude she was dating at the time and was like, here, I bought you two pillows. And then I was like, cool, you don't even know me anymore, mom. What do I do, sleep? Yeah, it was so the only place we to have get away. That. 
No, but Christy gets a formal Sweet 16. Oh, yeah. It's V, it, it, it's v formal. And I would like to note, though, she's not a bitch about it. Like, she's not a spoiled brat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Important to note. Yeah, I feel like that's... This is we're, apparently We're talking our... about elaborate party, but I want you, she's dear listener, to, to know that she's, like, super grateful and, like, I can't believe... Please don't go through all of this trouble, like, and means it. But she's like, okay, they're gonna... Great, well, this will be a really fun night. But, like, she's not like, and this needs to be the best party. Fair enough point. Yeah. We're just bitter. Um, <laughs> now, there's a point that um, I screenshotted where, um, so Christy and Don are getting ready, and it's fresh. And, <sighs> it is fresh. Um, uh, Daddy Jimmy comes in and he's like why a woman can be as comfortable as she wants and a man has to wear a monkey suit is beyond me daddy complained but he said quickly when mama scowled i'm doing it i'm gladly doing it jimmy my dude yeah what are you talking about wear for women is v uncomfortable yeah do you know how many undergarments there are like scaffolding there is scaffolding under there titty scaffolding he's like i guess you can just be comfortable in your very pinchy high heels yeah and like your your waist snatched to the gods and like your your uplift bra, <laughs> the uplift bra. <laughs> There's a greeting line at this party. Yeah. And who lingers in it? Philip. Fucking Philip. Well, Fucking even, Philip. Even before he was like standing in a corner, he's like, oh, oh, Tristri, I, I, you look so much more like your mom. Let's have a secret hug and like. I hate Philip. Him so much. I hate him so much. Mm-hmm. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> You're going to talk about Philip. Yeah. Philip. Philip, you got with alcohol. The only way to help. Um, Fern comes to that party. Tits. Oh, titties. Ow. Like, oh, yeah. like, it's like panties and a sheer dress. Yeah, with no. The end. No undergarments and at all. Like, no bra. It's, it's art. Or, like, tries to, like, play it off like it's sophisticated. Yeah, she's just like, what? You guys are so stuck up. You guys don't. You're prudes. You don't, you don't titties here? <laughs> Do we not titties? <laughs> also, she spikes the punch and gets hammered. And they're like, oh, my God, there's children at this party. But there's no fucking follow-up. I want, you want at drunk, least one want drunk, drunk five-year-old to happen. Well, because Dawn was, um, no, Tristri was like, I can't believe it. Like, the children were drinking this punch. Um, and nothing happened. No one got accidentally drunk, and that is a missed opportunity. Fuckface Philip um, insists on the first dance. Is no- he ignores his girl child? It's noted that she looks real all the time. Sad about it. Um, just to like breathy whisper in Christy's ear. <sighs> and she's like, "This is super uncomfortable." I imagine like, anyone watching us dance is are like, "Why is an uncle dancing like this with his knees?" Um, Yep, there are step-uncle kisses. I also noted party for pages. It's it's a lot about the party. Yeah, well, it's a grand event. It's the last nice thing Aww. she had. <laughs> oh, there's step-uncle kisses. She and Gavin step away for, like, some gazebo kisses. And then there's... Well, he gives her a bracelet, and then they do a little smoocher. It was, like, her first real kiss. And then there's Whiskey Fern fighting with Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that happened... Before. That's oh, the, the I had, spike in the punch. Well, I had step-uncle kisses. I think you jumped the gun. Because right. there, were, there were gentle step-uncle step kisses. And then Whiskey Fern shows up and fights with Jim Jam about her college or whatever. Yeah, and then I thought then they, like, scuttled away to gazebo. Because they were, like, outside. Yeah. Anyways, doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> um, and then Same party. Whiskey Fern um, has a pre-sex barf. 
Which yeah. confused the fuck out of me. Because uh, she was like, <laughs> with the bellops, just fucking blorps. And he's like, all right. He's like, ah, we gotta, no, and, no, no more of that. <laughs> and Gavin's like, ew, my, my sister fern is gross. And Chris is like, yeah, I've seen this before. And he's like, what? And she's like, yeah, I used to watch. Yeah, she's like, well, one. I've seen him. I like, I like looked away the first time. And he's like, well, what about the other time? She's like, no, I checked it out. Check it me. out for yeah. a little, little sexual agency. Yeah. Great. Whiskey fern. Um, Curiosity is fun. Yeah. So it's a great, beautiful time in Christy's life. The party. Is it? Yeah. Um, I think Fern, Fern gives her as a gift, Lady Chatterley's lover. Which I Googled. <laughs> the fuck is, it's, it's very scandalous. It'll come back. Is it really scandalous? In, for the time. Oh, okay. I guess. It's a very sexy book. For... And she like bookmarked chapter 10, which apparently has some humpins and Ooh. doings or something like um, that. But she was also, Fern was like to Christy, oh, you didn't know about Philip and Dawn used to date. <laughs> you think they were just innocent? So Christy's like, hey, mama. <laughs> and I feel like Dawn gives a pretty vague warning about rapey Philip to innocent Christy because... Chrissy really doesn't know about this kind of interpersonal, layered, sexy stuff. Uh-huh. And she's like, you know, Philip never really got over us being real. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? He, like, never got over it. And she's like, I guess. Yeah. Like, he was just, like, sad about it. She's like, but, like, he never got, like, got over it. And Chrissy has no fucking idea. Yeah. And Don seems to be obviously trying to warn her. Yeah, but, but she's also a shit ass job about it. She's also planning on, like, really giving her all the tea, though. Right. That's the time to do yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Well, you don't want to sit on that one. You don't want to sit on uh, rapey Uncle Philip. No, you definitely don't want to sit on him. <laughs> <laughs> You're so, your face is so <laughs> Uh Anyway, up until the event that happens, uh, you got anything else? No, it's like two days later. It's like the last day of school. I guess they, they go to the last day of school is on a Monday, which is obnoxious. <coughs> that really is obnoxious. Yeah. Um, like she hasn't even gotten through like opening all her gifts and stuff, whatever. She like lets Jefferson tear him open. Um, so they go to school and Jefferson gets like a really bad report card. And he's like, no, no report card. And Richard's a Yeah, Richard's asshole. a dick. Richard and Melanie are both assholes. They still get held back. And to Christie's beautiful and pristine, like, personality. She's like, you guys don't have to be a dick to him. And then she's like, you did fuck this up. Yeah. You, you need to. This is, this is going to be a bad time for you, friend. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, Christie is, I guess, perfection in all of our eyes. I did. I, I, I think so. I did like her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just being a dick to, for my own amusement, but. Yeah. Like, I don't really. You, you don't really have a bad word for Christy. Uh, yeah, I don't really have any, like, Christy flaws as far as, like... Like, she's too innocent. Oh, what a flaw, you know? Yeah, and, like, not even so because she is, like, like... She's very, like, not okay, like, anytime something happens. Like, she's outspoken, but, like, yes. not in a way that it's is... fern-like. Yeah, and it's not, like... <sighs> it makes sense. Yeah, it's justified. Justified. So they roll back home... On the last day of school, and what, but what awaits them? They see a big plume of smoke, and oh my god. The cove. The cove is on fire. Yep. 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 Um, the fireman said, it's, there's no sprinkler system. He smirked. Yeah. <laughs> Blew up. 
What is that about? Now, I know with building codes, you can be grandfathered in, but, but, like, I mean, but, like, if this is, like, the 60s or the 70s, like, did they make you put in, like, how stringent were the safety So, basically, um, Christy is, like, hauling Jefferson all over the place. She's like, they must be here, they must be there, let's go around back, and they're like, no one's here. And, uh, she, like, she either passes out or gets a sedative, she wakes up in bed. And it's told what happened. Well, that's um, why she passed out. She passed out. She um, passed out because um, I think it was Aunt Bet was like, they never came out. Yeah. And she's yeah. just like, Boof. Um, Christy, obviously legit sad about her parents' deaths and is getting the old now, now. Yeah. Now, now. Now, now. Like immediately when she like woke up and was upset, the doctor's like, hey, you got to knock Stop this it. off so you can be there for your brother. Imagine how upset he is. And she's like, can I not be upset also? When was when was this written? Eighty freshman, ninety freshman. I mean, I feel like even just a few years ago, even just a few years ago, we were giving folks the old now now thing. Ninety two. We were giving folks the old now now. Mm-hmm. Not really understanding that feelings need to be processed. Yeah, and like grief has no timeline. But you know, I thought because okay, so the boiler exploded in the basement. The, the boiler exploded in when the basement. Jimmy was there. I guess like. Fire shot up all the vents and the card room exploded, like fell in. Yeah, the card room. I honestly thought that Philip had like rigged something so that Jimmy died. Ooh, an interesting take. Just because like he was, it. it was because like during the fire, he was so like out of it. And like, I think that I read that as him being like, oh shit, this went wrong. I didn't, I didn't want Don to die. I am loving this fan theory. Yeah. Yeah. But we um, never know if that's true or not. He also says some bullshit like, Oh, your mom yelled, like, take care of my Christy. Oh, my God, we'll get there. But here's, but Christy's still in bed, and Aunt Bet tells her what happened. And they were found in the, Dawn got all the elderly guests out like a martyr. <laughs> um, and then was like, where's Jim Jam? And, like, ran, ran back in after him. And they were found, like, embracing, which, fuck off. Second of all, so, first of all. Wow. <laughs> fuck off. Second of all, Bet notes. Aunt Bet notes there were police there that couldn't, like, hold her down. And, like, but no firefighters were on site yet, but we're en route. Pretty fucking selfish, Dawn. Yeah. You have two kids. Yep. Pretty fucking selfish. Yeah. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Were you going to lift a wall? (laughs) Were you going to Hulk smash, like, an exit point? I think, you know, she... Jesus Christ. (laughs) You know, she was... It, professionals were on the way. I know, but you know, it's like in the I middle know. of a thing and she was just adrenaline. like, shit, let me get she in there. She was on raw, sexy I think, adrenaline. <laughs> I think you also like, when something that crazy is happening too, she probably didn't think like, you know, it's like not real. You know, you're just like, ah, I just got to get him out of here. And like, you don't understand this yes in front. Um, now for you, friend, did you, was this your classic um, uh, VC Andrews fire scene? No. No. Okay, no. great. No, because it wasn't... Because only wasn't, one person went it, back in. It wasn't comedically chaotic. Yeah, no. It wasn't like, yeah, da 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 And then, like, the oldest person in the hotel was like, I gotta go in and save Jimmy. And, like, then Don went in to save the old person. Yeah, and then, like, <laughs> Jimmy comes out and goes back in for yeah. Don. Like, that's, yes. that's what it would have yeah. been like. Yeah. Absolutely. Philip says he promised Don he would look after Christy. And I, for one, do not believe that at all. Yeah, I don't think so. Because she yeah, was just I don't like... Think so. She would, because no, Don was like, he'd 
she didn't say anything about Jefferson? He was like, oh, yeah, of course she did. Probably that, too. Yeah. I really thought that he was the one who rigged up it to explode. I mean, I'm loving it. I'm going to have to process this later on my own time. I guess we'll never know. You know what? I'm sticking to it. No, I'm not because of later things that happened. So, um... (laughs) 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 At what point... There's a point you, you screenshotted and sent me your notes... And I'm wondering where the part where you, you wrote, maybe I shouldn't say it now. Mm-hmm. So here's what happens next, is that Philip and Bet and the twins move into the family home, which, it makes sense, mm-hmm. but they all suck so much they ass. They suck so bad. Like, it started sucking, like, during the funeral, and Aunt Bet was like, okay, Jefferson, Christy, here are your Sit places. Nice. Here's your thing. Make Do sure you thing. talk to everybody. And then, like, there was a point where, like, and she was just, like, all, all on Jefferson to, like, be neat. You tidy. need to wear this and you need to do that. And Christy was like, dude, the fucking, why does it matter? Like, no one's gonna care. Like, mm-hmm. and she's also like, we're going upstairs to go to, to bed. And she's like, you can't, more people are coming. She's like, I don't fucking care. Like, they move into, uh, Beth and Philip move into her parents' room and she immediately is like, take all this up to the attic. Yeah. And Chrissy's like, can I, can you stop this? Yeah. I, I need some time. And she's like, it's fine. We're just doing it. It's, it's, our lives are disrupted too. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So, um, Fern rolls into the funeral with a fella named Buzz. He doesn't show back up, which points to her sluttiness. Buzz. Her promiscuity. Yep. Fern knows all about everything somehow, and she's like, eh. Because she's so sneaky. I bet she, like, listens at doors and, like, goes through people's yeah. stuff. Like, She do claim that Philip walked in on her more than once and liked what he saw. I believe it. She probably has nice titties. Yeah. Okay. But also, I mean, like, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, I am sure. I'm wondering at what point, now that we're at the whole family being under one roof and all, <laughs> you wrote, I'm legit scared for Christy. I think it was like, be. like, he's just doing such a creeper. I think it was like the, the night of the funeral or the night Where after. Where it says Christy wakes up to find Philip in the chair next to her bed. Yes. There we are. And he's just like, can't we have secret talks sometimes? Yeah. So this is the, this is the screenshot. And that's where my autocorrect wrote, no. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Where it says like. Uncle Philip, I cried, clinging to my blanket. Some of the hateful things Aunt Fern had said lingered like mold on the walls of my memory. What are you doing here? I had no idea how long he'd been sitting there, staring at me while I slept. Mm-mm. He sighed again, louder and longer. I couldn't sleep, he said, and I was worried about you, so I came by to see how you were doing, and I guess I fell asleep in this chair. I haven't been awake much longer than you, fucking liar. You yeah, no, he was staring, hours. staring. I thought he looked like someone who had been awake all night. Yeah. I'm all right, Uncle Philip, I said, still confused by the look on his face and his actions. No, no. I know you well. I know how fragile and sensitive you are <gasps> and what you are suffering. His eyes turned softer, meeting and locking with mine. You need extra tender, loving care. <clears throat> and I mean to give it to you as best I can. No. Oh, my God. I hate him. He's so gross. My next note just says, ew, Betty Ann is an asshole. Yeah. Yep, she really is. That. Yeah, she's a psycho. Yeah. She's mean to Mrs. Boston. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, she's just like a psycho. She's flipping out about things not being clean enough, proper manners, and changing the decor in the house. Like, For the just kid's like, psychological well-being. 
And like also, it was like the day after the, the funeral day or something. After. She was like, oh, Richard's going to move into Jefferson's room with him. And like, Christy, you said they shouldn't be so close. Why would you want them sharing a room? And she's like, I guess I did say that, but this is, they don't hate each other. So and it's just like, he's got to do it right now. And she's like, can you fucking not like stop it? Because she went in there and like. Richard was, like, moving a bunch of Jefferson's stuff, and she was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to bitch slap you. And he was like, eh, and, like, skulked into the different, into the distance, into the ether. And then she went up to Aunt Bet, and she's like, I fucking get it, but, like, the, the funeral was yesterday. Can you just, like, let my brother not have to deal with this right before bed? And she's like, I'm the new mistress of Cutler's Cove, so... Ew. Ugh. Um... Bet's like, there's no need to get upset. And Chrissy's like, oh, yeah, because you all fucking suck. Yeah, really. There's no need to get upset. I need to redecorate everything for the psychological well-being of these children. Cool. Uh, um, yeah. It, yeah, it was really upsetting. And also, like, they just keep, like, condensing Jefferson stuff more and more. It's like, oh, well, Richard wants the bed by the window. And, like... Richard... He needs extra drawers. And Richard needs more room in the closet. And, like, it's just fucking... Oh, my God. I was so... I had so much anxiety, like, rage anxiety reading this entire fucking book. I screenshotted this because I found it great. So Aunt Bet says, You're not being a good big sister by encouraging and excusing his bad behavior, Christy. I am very disappointed in you. And she replies, Aunt Bet, you can't imagine how disappointed I am in you. Yes! Oh. Fucking love Christy. Yeah, she like threatens like physical violence against this tween. Yeah. She's like, I will beat the shit out of you if yeah. you do this again. And it's he's like, Mimi! Yeah, Mimi. Um Yeah, also, like, Richard moving into Jefferson's room makes no sense because him and Melanie are always with each other. Like, he wakes up, Richard wakes up and goes into Melanie's room to brush her hair. Mm. They share a fucking toothbrush and they bathe each other. They're um if I can say that, they're close. If I can say that. They're close. Ooh, these twins are too close. And Aunt Bet's like, yeah, well, whatever. Like, they oh. shared. It's so special, their bond. And they, they shared my womb. They shared my womb. Why should they yeah, be? Yeah, Melanie's budding breasts make an appearance because they bathe together. Ugh. Her budding breasts. The end. And then she was like, <laughs> her budding breasts. And it's so special because they shared a womb. And that's magic. <laughs> Yep. Hey, Sparrow. Um, and Philip gets, like, those creeper tables turned on him at the graveyard. Because Chrissy goes for walks and talks to her parents' graves, and then, like, I love that for her. I feel like that's 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 a healthy coping skill. That's a good, like, self-therapy since no one else is fucking helping her. I feel like that's, like, I don't know. Like, her instincts are right on that. Like, yeah, go go talk to them. So she kind of, like, starts to bustle back off and hear someone else, and it's Uncle Philip. And so she creep she creepy peeps on him, and he's weeping at Don's grave, and he's like, "I'm so sorry, are you, Philip?" Um, and like, ugh, that's where I is thought, he like, truly delusional? I think so a little bit, but I also think that's like giving him too much right exactly credit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. um, because it's just like it just like ugh, it just oozes affluence. It's just like I can't get this, and so man, he's like, "I know it was hard for both of us because you love me so much." Yeah. When, you, when we just wanted to explore innocently. No, she 20, fucking didn't. 25, 30 years ago. I know. And also during that time, and she was like, please, you're going too fast. And he's just like, okay, I'll slow down. Oh, honking a boob. Yeah, like, oh. So that's, that was a, something I, I noted. Is he truly delusional? And he's like, Christy, I know that we both made mistakes. Don? Don. 
again, you can't stop making people identical copies of each other. Yeah, true. Um, wow. Yep. There, um, I think of Christy as our child, is something he says. Yeah. Which makes things that happen later even more upsetting. Yeah. I mean, ugh. But at that, like, graveyard confessional, if you will, that's where I thought, like, oh, maybe he didn't burn it down because maybe he would have said, like, it wasn't supposed to happen that way. And that's what made me think, like, okay. This delightful... Like, it, it was an accident. Yeah. But, but also, don't, like, oh, I'm really... Fuck you, there, There's still, like, a percentage of my brain that's, like, he rigged something because he wanted Jimmy out of the way. Because he always thought, like, oh, if Jimmy wasn't there... Well, that's the only we would, reason. We would naturally that's, that's go, go back to each other. And he said shit like that. And Don was like, no, we're fucking related. It's never going to happen. But if you weren't married, could I touch a titty? Odd. Uh, um, the twins have a stomach bug, which automatically means they've been poisoned. Oh, your face. They're immune systems. People get a stomach bug. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, like, sometimes you have like some vomiting and diarrhea for a day or two, and then you're fine. I, I just wish that like the some of these things were fleshed out more. Like, I want to know how did they actually get sick. Because they're conniving little hmm. bitches. I wonder if they made themselves sick in Ooh. some way. Or if, like... You know what? Done. You're writing these books now. <laughs> <laughs> or if Aunt Bet like, wanted to control things so much that she got them sick. I just read it as something as everyday and banal as, like, if you sh- had some poops and vomiting for a day or two, you'd be like, oh, I must have caught a thing. Yeah, 24-hour bug. Done. That I happens. Guess, yeah. you know. Take your shoes off. You're poisoning me. Yeah. Take your shoes off! <laughs> you do that anyway, but uh, it's not about your weakened immune system. Yeah, so yeah. she fucking fired Mrs. Boston. Oh, yeah, because she made the twins sick somehow. Because she was like, it's the food. She poisoned the food. It is, it's so dirty here. It's so dirty. <sighs> the dirt that I'm finding. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff about, like, yeah, that's a repeated trope as well. Or so far, I mean, between Castile and Cutler so far, like, someone being obsessed with... Cleanliness. Cleanliness. And, like, oh, my God, like, one germ iota is gonna fucking... We'll all die. Like, eh. And Chrissy's like, hey, my parents are pretty fucking clean people. Like, I don't know what you're saying. She's like, Don, God rest her, was just so busy. But I'm not running... I'm the mistress of Cutler's Cove. I'm not running a hotel. Don was so busy. She didn't notice how not clean it was. And also... Fucking Aunt Bet being like, hey, Mrs. Boston put shit in the food to make everyone sick and everyone ate the fucking food. Yeah, Christy and only was the like, twins I'm fine. Like, you're fine, right? Jefferson, you fine? Uncle Philip, you fine? Everyone's fine? Everyone's fucking fine. So Mrs. Boston, all caps fired. Um, yeah. And then Jefferson crawls under the house, which I'm sure Aunt Bet's going to love. Um, he's so sad. That was like, yeah, their lives changed like so hard, so fast. It was hard to read. Soil and dirt are going to cause the twins to motherfucking die. Yep. Like, okay, so you let them outside, though, and you let them go to school. That place is germ-filled and disgusting. Uncle Philip comes into Christy's room with a pack that sounds like marriage vows and has to be sealed with a kiss. And she's just like, yeah, okay. She's like, I I would agree to anything to get the fuck out of my room right now. Christy is in the bath, and here's Philip with a sexy nightgown. 
And another another one of these, I'm I'm very good at washing backs. I'm very good at washing backs. And she's like, no thanks. And you're like, you're missing out. And she's like, right. He was like, here's a sexy nightgown. It just, I saw it and I thought of you. It feels so soft and comfortable. You know what's comfortable? Flannel. You know what's comfortable? Not having your uncle buy you a filmy negligee. And then being like, I saw this freaking lingerie and thought of you. See-through, nip-town, negligee. So she puts it on. It's like, I felt weird about it. But I was like, eh, I'll wear it to bed. And I'm not... A victim blaming why would you wear that to bed take it off it, it was probably comfy i bet it was like a sheer moment it's like it's like summer she has she already a, had it on she, like, you can't just i'm just saying if i'm not getting undressed and redressed yeah exactly like come on like are you gonna get undressed and redressed for bed uh she has, i don't see that for you she has a dream that uh uncle philip comes in to peep make sure she's wearing the nightgown good thing she didn't redress herself um she goes to see bronson also i bet that wasn't a dream oh oh for sure yeah he definitely did that Mm -hmm. he was like sweet she does what i want (laughs) and she's feeling weird everything sucks um i don't know if at this point some of the um some of like the pranks have happened yet oh yeah 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 yeah, like, so she goes to do her piano because she, like, gets back into it. Oh, wait, no, that's not... That's not, not yet? yet. Never mind. No, okay. okay. Nothing. They do, like, Richard throws Jefferson's, like, <gasps> shoes out in the rain. All of his clothes. All Because she was like, I told him to pick up his clothes. And it's like, he obviously doesn't have the executive functioning to do this. Yeah, also, also trauma. Yeah, and, they, and it rains and, like, all of his shit gets ruined and... Christy goes to Uncle Philip and she's like... Like with the shoes, and she's like in a bag, and she's like, "The fuck is this about?" And he's like, "He's like, it's fine, just go buy new shoes." And it's a pretty good setup that he is like, "Look, everyone's emotional, just go buy new shoes." He's like, "He's like, you're right." So it validates her. He's like, yeah. "You're right," but they're not gonna say they're wrong. Just go buy new shoes. Mm-hmm. So that that's a great little nugget for her to be like, "All right, maybe Philip's on my side." Yeah. And so she <sighs> needs to go talk to Bronson and Grandma Laura Sue. Whom we didn't talk about at all, but she is very much all Siamese and mm-hmm. like in a wheelchair, but has like kind of a Jillian vibe in a caked on makeup kind of way. Yeah. But I don't know. She just is. Um, she Bronson uh, still loves the shit out of her. Yeah. Love me a Bronson. And she tries to like talk to Bronson and she's like, shit's like weird. And he's like, well. Jefferson is messy and Richard is not. So you can see how that clash. She's like, all right. There's a couple setups where he's kind of like, yeah, I, I can see that's upsetting. And it's a really great setup where she's mm-hmm. like, should I tell him about the fucking nightgown? And I don't, I don't want to be foolish because everything I brought has been like, yeah, you're right. That's kind of explained away. So it was a great setup where if you had just said he's making me feel weird, he's kind of kissing me a little bit. She does say, bring up the nightgown though. She do? Yeah. And he's just like, so? It's a nightgown. Yeah, but she, I don't think she, like, Described went into, like, yeah. Because I think at that point, too, she was feeling, like, oh, am I blowing things out of proportion? Like, he's right. I am super sensitive right now. Like, Right. It's this pretty honest portrayal of, like, what people go through. Yeah, although 100%, like, if she had been, like, I no, feel- like, you could see through this thing. I feel super uncomfortable. And also... He's creeping in to check and kiss. He did like a weird vow thing where we like promise each other to tell each other sexy secrets or like fucking. Bleh. Can I explain a feeling? <sighs> oh, I got feelings. Mm-hmm. Does Gossipy Bronson know all about Philip? 
gossipy Bronson? Because Goss- he, he knows he knows everything that goes on. Does he? What does he know about Philip? I does think, he know more than we think he does? No, is that I don't think so. To? No, because I think he didn't get the details of like. Because yeah. Don never. She didn't tell anyone. Yeah, she didn't tell people about the uh, the shower stuff. I think only Trisha knew that, and not even Jimmy. I think it was yeah, just I Trisha. I don't think Jimmy knew yeah. that. Yeah, okay. And we've now come to Honey Piano. Yes. So Dawn's like, she got back into playing. She's like, all right, Chrissy. I'll do this. Chrissy gets back See? into playing. See? Yep. All right, I guess I'll do this. And her piano teacher is like, hey, cool. Because she's just like, all right, I'm just going to fucking try to ignore everything that's happening in this house. I'm just going to focus on music. And she's like, like, I really haven't felt like it, but maybe I'll, maybe I'll. Yeah. Like, I got to, I got to do something. Yeah. yeah like, I got to do something for myself for like my mental health. And she goes down to practice one morning because they're supposed to be recital like at the end of the summer. And her piano is just like covered in honey. Someone dunk, like spilled keys, it. Keys like all over the keys yeah, getting the into key. the innards. Yeah, it's like dripping down from the keys. Yep. There's there's a Aunt Ben holds a fucking trial. She does. They're like, it was clearly Jefferson. And Christy's like, no. Probably wouldn't do that to me. Like he definitely. She's like, I, he wouldn't. Like, but he's always gross and he does pranks. She's like, yeah, but never like like no. He wouldn't be like that to me. Like, yeah, he's nine and he's kind of obnoxious, but like, literally no. What does Richard bring to this trial? Uh, he he found a honey container. He well, the honey container was put back in the cupboard, and it was like they're like, oh, me and Mrs. Whoever the new maid Stoddard. is. Stoddard, we both remember yesterday that this honey pot was almost full. Look now, it is almost empty. So someone must have done it between here and here. And Don's like, oh, they could have put it back later. And Philip's like, well, that's fucking true. And they're like, ah, well, we found this rag. This rag in the closet, a washcloth that had sticky honey on it. And Don was like, all right. Christy. Christy. Fuck. <laughs> Street was like, all right, listen. Did you find the honey pot like that? Or did you clean it up? And they're like, oh, this is exactly what I found. And she's like, there's no fucking way Jefferson could spill honey everywhere and not not get it all over. She was like, even if I live in a world in which he would do this, he would have put it back very messy. And then they were like, well, he wiped it off with a rag. She's like, you can't fucking wipe honey off with a dry rag. It's going to be sticky and smeary. And they're like, hmm. And they're like, all like, okay, let's just agree to disagree. And Chrissy's pissed because she's like, no. Your fucking kids did it. Why don't you give a shit about that? And they're like, let's agree to disagree. Trial's over. Looks like, fine. Just everyone shut the fuck up. We'll clean the piano. Um, this is when Christy says that Aunt Bet was pacing around like Perry Mason. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 50s. Ah. The 50s. Roughly the <coughs> okay. 50s. That kind of tracks with Dawn being like a teen in the maybe late 40s. Post-war kind of late 40s. Maybe. I don't know. Chew on that later. But Perry Mason's been out since the 50s. So oh, this I could know. definitely be like it's in syndication at this point. Sure, sure. So it's like 60s or 70s. But it's that, no later than the okay. 70s for sure. Um, somehow Aunt Bet sucks even more after that piano incident. Somehow. Because she's so pissed that she can't blame it on Jefferson. She's like, <laughs> and she has to deal with the fact that, like, oh, it was definitely my kids, but I can't act like it was my kids. Because who the fuck else is it going to be? Yeah. It's your fucking shit kids. It's your shit kids. Uh,. It's basically like she's 24-7 just screaming about Jefferson having dirty shoes. And it's so sad. This poor kid. He's a little boy. He's going to be messy. Also, he just lost his parents. Get off his fucking... Get off! Um, <sighs> yep. Yeah. Who tossed Christie's mail? 
I don't have any closure on that, and I need to have. I think Melanie. Oh, okay. I think well, it was Melanie just based. Sorry, um, she's writing to Gavin 24-7, yep. and he never writes back, and she finds, like, letters in the trash. Were they letters incoming or outgoing? Incoming. incoming. Yeah, he's, she gets, he gets all her letters. Okay. And, and she finds them in, like, the trash, and it's like, who's taking my mail? And they're like, accidents happen. Yeah, like, oh, are you sure you didn't throw it away? And she's like, no. And then they're like, someone must have thrown it away. It's like, someone fucking opened it. It's because when she, I think it's, like, based on everyone's reaction when she asked them, like, Melanie, like, immediately looked, was like, nothing. Like, looked down and was. You didn't think it was uh, fucking Philip? Nope. Okay. I think it was Melanie because she's super jealous of Christy because Christy is talented, pretty, her dad likes her better, and she's got a boy interested in her. So I think it was just like, for me, it was like, she's stealing this letter to sort of like... Level see, that playing field? No, like see what it's like to have someone write to you, like talk to you like they enjoy you. Um, what does Aunt Bet finds in Christy's room? Oh my God. Oh my God. So for whatever fucking reason, and I don't even... Uh, so Christy comes back from One visiting... the graveyard jaunts. Yes, the graveyard jaunts. And I... Wait, and she's like, no. Nope. And then she's like, ah. So Aunt Bet's got like Lady Chatterley in her hand with a bookmark it still in fucking it. Fucking frothing at the mouth. Yeah. And she's like, nah, nah, I knew you were so gross. This is your quote textbook on sexual behavior. <laughs> and Christy is just like, fucking Fern gave that to me. I was embarrassed. I put it in my closet. And then she's like, oh, the bookmark. And she's like, she fucking put it in there. Like, Christy picked up that book, read like four sentences, and was like, ew, yeah, Fern's, oh, fucking, and they hid it in their closet. And she's like, why the fuck were you in your room? That came up a lot, which valid. Uh, I liked that. She's like, yeah, great, but why the fuck were you in my room? And the maid was cleaning. Apparently the maid was cleaning and mentioned it to Aunt Bet. I don't think so, though. Oh, of course. Yeah, Aunt Bet was scuttling so around in there. Yeah. But, uh, who boy, what a reason for Philip to talk about sexy desires. <laughs> and then my next note is just says, oh no, with a thumbs down emoji. Because this opens the door. I'm, I know your face is so sad right now. This opens the door for Philip to be like, well, let's have a grown up chat. And says, quote, maybe I can explain a feeling. Like, like a backwards chair sitting bud. <laughs> and it's like, do you have any like dyers, desires? And, and she's like, mom and I talked. Which I love that too. Like we find out that Christy and Don had like a, a pretty a open relationship, like relationship, Jack. like about sex and love. love and like. But unfortunately, he turns into Uncle Mo Lester, thumbing nips. He thumbs her nips for some fucking reason. It's like, do you know, I was the first person to touch your mom here. That was what it. What the fuck? Oh, I forgot about that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drown myself. Um. <laughs> So the quote that Christy said was, I cringed under him. Like, girl, I cringed reading this. I cringed so hard I accidentally did a Kegel. <laughs> um, and then he gives her the old, there, there, don't be frightened. <laughs> there, there, don't be frightened. Fucking thumb and nips. That's what I have to say to that. She's visibly cringing. Uncle Mo Lester. Um, and then I wrote Lil Richard Shitface, LOL. Uncle Philip. Hey! <laughs> it was very exciting for me. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was so fucking gross. Stepped on my sh- Lil Richard Shitface. 
Mm. Little Richard shit face. Because yep. they, someone, Richard has doggy do shoes. And oh boy, does Aunt Bet like that? Um, no. Jefferson has. Jefferson has. Yeah. Jefferson has doggy do shoes. And uh, he's such a little animal. But uh, but Christy is like, whoa, yeah, these are going to go in the Goodwill box. Yeah, she was like, okay, so they're, first of all, he didn't track shit through the house. Like, they're just on the spot where you just like, we take them off. She was like, yeah, he took them off and brought them upstairs. She's like, why the fuck would he do that? And then, like, she made, she was making the Mrs. Stoddard, like, clean the shit shoes. Like, instead of just throwing them out. Throw like, those out. Go clean the shit shoes. And so she's like, wait a minute. And she goes out there and she's like, can I see this fucking shoe? And she's like, these are way too small for Jefferson. Yeah, just, and even Miss Daughter was like, mm. Because <laughs> she like... She's like, oh. Because Jefferson's like... A sweet boy. He is. Like, he's very precocious. You definitely are just like, all right, bud, you're trying your best. <laughs> yes. So um, she's like, yeah, they were going to go in the Goodwill box. We just hadn't had time to put them in there yet. And Philip didn't fucking know... Uh, Richard, Richard didn't know that, did you, Richard? And she's like, she's like threatening him with like shit shoes. Yeah, and she's like, I'm gonna fucking put shit in your face. Love he should, it. He should get a face full of doggy doo. <laughs> Here for it. And then they're like, oh, how do we know these shoes don't fit Jefferson? And it's like, fuck it, God, okay. We have to wait Look for him to come home. the size he's wearing. We have there. to wait for him to come home so we can try the, on shoe the shoe like Cinderella. Um, but what stops this whole thing is the news that Laura Sue has died. Yeah. Um, and Philip loses it big time. Yep. He he definitely, like, Randolph's it. Um, doesn't matter. Blah, blah, blah. Another, she's like, another funeral for me, a young Christy. Um, and then he's just nude in Christy's room. That night, yeah. Yeah. And then, I'm sorry, dear listener, but it happens. The thing that you have been hoping, hoping wasn't going to happen do happen. And um, yeah, she wakes up. I think she smells like whiskey breath and he's just sitting on the side of. Yeah. You know what? Fuck that. Whiskey's delicious. Don't think bad about whiskey because of Uncle Phillips. So. (laughs) So uh, he's she's like, I saw him there and and I was like, is he fucking nude? And he is. And he's like, can I just lay beside you? Mm -mm. Nope. And what was, uh, what was most upsetting about this whole incident was that he's like, you're not afraid of me, are you? And she very, she was like, yes, I am. You are scaring me. Get out of my bed. And he's like, oh, so get more in? Um, and it, it, it is, even as graphic as the rape of Dawn was, this somehow felt even more, a little bit more protracted because it involved the phrase, he poked between my locked thighs. I hated this. I hated this so much. Like, this whole scene. Well, just like, Philip in general, like, he sucks and he's just very like, no, 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 nothing's gonna happen. I just want like, fuck it. Or just like, no, just relax. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. (sighs) Because like, when Don was like, hey, too fast. He's like, oh, I totally get it. How about I just try to get down your pants now? And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. Take me back home. And he's like, mm. like but he would have fucking taken advantage of her if that other car hadn't showed up. Mm-hmm. And then when he was just like, oh, no, I just like wanted to talk to you. I just want to learn how to be brother and sister. And then he was like, no, I just want to like give you a hug. And then like freaking 
I'm just so glad like Don was just like screaming bloody murder. So we only got like a thrust or two in. But um, poor Christy, yep. he's like clamping down on her mouth. Like, yeah. oh my God. And that, that it was a lot of that, that descriptive language. Yeah, it like, was like, the, like the struggle was real on that one. And it was very it, hard to it read. It was like um, the dolphin fucking scene in Showgirls. Yes. In the sense that <laughs> when she reaches down to guide him inside of her. That's, like, a very visceral thing. Uh-huh. And then the idea that, like, her thighs were locked, but, like, his tip was poking. So, like, people know what a tip poking feels like. So you can personalize that. Anyway, so that happened. Horrible. It was horrible. And then he's like, I mean, we've done nothing wrong. It's good. It's okay. It's okay that we did this. And Christy's like, fucking nope. And she like, nopes right the fuck out. She as nopes the fuck out soon immediately. As he leaves, she jumps in the shower. Scrubs off all of her skin. Yep. And's like, all right, and just like packs a suitcase. She's like, I don't know, underwear. I have no plan. <laughs> I got no plan, but I'm leaving this fucking yep. place. And she wakes up Jefferson, packs a couple things for him, and they fucking dip. Yep. And they go find a was it a bus? Yep, they go to the bus station. And he goes, Oh, is this one of them split families? Yeah, and she's like, yeah, and he's like, all right, I'll give you one cheaper okay. fare. She says she's got a few hundred dollars, but for some reason, oh, it was yeah. all gone very fast. Yeah. Um, F-E-W, few. Um, <laughs> so she decides to go see words. her real father, Michael Sutton in New York City. Because at first she was like, Trisha will help me. But Trisha is, is on, on a traveling show of some type. And then she's like, oh, ding, New York, my real father. He's my father. He must care about. He must care about me. Yeah, he's got to like some something's gonna something happen, right? Happen. He has to. I'm, you know. So let's just go there. I would like to mention too. Um, we never hooked back up with Trisha ever. Nope. And that was disappointing for me. Sure didn't. Like there should have been something. So they get to New York, and she looks up him, Michael Sutton, in the phone book. How vintage. I know. She calls all the Suttons until she finds him, and he goes to him and. Um, Jefferson is like, you know, the classic child and he's like, what's happening? I'm hungry. And she's like, what the fuck up? Um, can I have toys? And she's like, I have a dollar left. I have one fucking dollar. Um, so they find Mr. Michael Sutton and he is still ugly. (laughs) So washed up. Washed up has been. I mean, their meeting is pretty uneventful. I I mean, I didn't give a shit. I mean, probably because we knew he was going to be shitty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's like, all right, well, call me when you get your inheritance. More yep. than once, he's like, yeah. well, you get an inheritance, right? Like, oh, it bit, burned down. I, oh, insurance money. Cool. So uh, When you're 18, you call me. Yeah. Because you'll have that. Yeah, and she's so like, I don't think you understand. Like, my uncle's being like. And he's like, well, I mean, he's your guardian. So, but, like, if you stick it out till you're 18, you get, like, all the money. And then you can fucking call me. And as a gesture of his generosity, he gives her five bucks to get back to the station. Yep. Here you go. Here you go. And he's got like some floozy, floozy there, just being like, "Yeah, can't, oh, we have to take the subway now, Mike. That's that taxi money." That's what I. That's what I picture yep, her voice that sounding like. That's what happens. Everyone's just ripping butts and flicking them on the floor. <laughs> um. So she naps, and Jefferson wanders. Um. Did she call Gavin at that time? Shh. She called Gavin for help. Yeah, she called Gavin like when they like, got back to the bus station. Yeah, and I don't she's know what like, to do. Here's what happened. Or like, I can't tell you 100%, but like. I had to leave. And he's like, why? She's like, Uncle Philip. She's like, it happened in my bedroom. And he was just like, fucking stay there. I'm coming. 
So they just have, they just have to wait for Gavin. Yep. So she has a doze off and Philip wanders and Christy wakes up to find like a bum playing pocket pool next to her. <sighs> of all things she has to see. I know. She's like, oh, he's doing, so- looked like he had some marbles in his pocket. <laughs> he had a milk in his pocket. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, he just opened his fly in my eyeballs. He, uh, when she runs off to find Jefferson, she runs around in a panic and, uh, and then he's like, I was in the bathroom. And then, but she turns around and that was the, the plot hole for him to steal all their bags. Mm-hmm. Their two suitcases and purse. Um, and, um, just when she's like losing her shit at a Port Authority comp, Gavin, strong Gavin, like cuts through the crowd and is like, I'm here. I'm a man. Ish. He found them behind a bench. He was about to give up. Like, they'd, like, huddle down behind a bench to be like, That's right. Don't steal our, don't steal our dignity. That's right. Mm So Chrissy comes up with this grand idea that I, it's, it's for me, all caps and question marks. She wants to, like, let's go to the meadows. The meadows? What? She had visited a couple of times and she knew Aunt Charlotte. And also, no, valid. She's like, no one's going to fucking look for us here. Sure, sure. <laughs> but what I'm going to say will come later. And I'll say that this should have been plan one, but I'm not going to say it now. Huh? So so when they roll up to there, this guy's like, they try to get a taxi. They're out, up one station. And this guy's like, I'm headed out that way. And they get there. And Luther says, they, Luther is back. Luther! And he's got like a shotgun pointed at him. And he's like, oh, you're Don's daughter all the way from the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, he's instantly cool. Yeah, he's like, hey. And she was like, but... And he was like, they fucking die. Are they dying? He was like, you look exactly like Don. Yeah. In Trubisi fashion. So I know it's true. <laughs> yeah, but like, but, you know, he was really gruff before and, like... Yeah, once Miss Emily died, he was... He's been fucking living. Yeah. And who else has been living? Is Charlotte... Oh, tell the reader what Charlotte's existence is right now. I love Aunt Charlotte so much. So she just decides like, yep, we're going to light lights. And you know what? I'm going to fucking paint all this shit. Like they go in the house and it's still like in some disrepair. But like all of the (laughs) all like the old timey portraits of like their ancestors. She's like she like doodles on. Yeah. She like give them mustaches and beards and like monocles and funny hats and stuff and she's like they always just look so sad and mean I'll make them fun oh my god and she just like is painting the like this like yeah like antique furniture different colors and just painting walls and like everything's got her like cool needle needlework everywhere like and then like her outfits too are just like a like a patchwork potato sack (laughs) she's like well miss emily always wanted to see them fucking vinegar oatmeal and she's like, but when she died, me and Luther went out and bought a 10-pound bag of sugar. Yeah. Um, how do they get money? How do they get money? How do they get money? Oh, I think that there was, like, a trust left over. That's a great question. I think it was a trust left over. I was just concerned that they were spending too much on sugar. No, I believe... she says that Luther is like, we really shouldn't use, like, it is expensive to use electricity. Yeah, I think that they're probably still pretty frugal, but I think that, like, the... I was uh, concerned about their sugar spending. No, I think that that was part of it, like, um... That, like, when Dawn went to the house, she was like, yeah, you guys... You don't have money. ...stay here forever, yeah. and, like, I think I think that there was... I think there was money, just Miss Emily never fucking spent it. I think that's what it was. 
So now they're just like, yeah, sugar. Chrissy's got questions about the nursery. And she's got like a little bit further in this, this plot point than anyone so far. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll give you a little <sighs> bit of my notes. It says, I'd love to know more about Charlotte's baby. And then in all caps, Homer. Yeah. Yeah, that's so great. Um, Homer show. Okay, okay. So, so we've been led to believe that Charlotte's baby like died or something, or was like scurried away in the night by, just like Christy was. Now, now, prior to this this thing, they get their rooms, and Christy's like, I thought I heard like a creaking, like I felt like someone was watching me, but it must have been that fucking rape. So I let it go. But it was someone creeping around the house, and it was Homer, introduced as the neighbor's adopted child. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's Homer. But but, but uh Charlie told <laughs> Charlie told Christy, oh my baby was born it was devilly because it had a hoof print birthmark on the back of his neck. Mark of the devil. And then Christy was like Homer like bent over and she was like, Oh, that's the same Okay. Hey Luther like, What could this mean? What could this mean? But anyway, Charlotte's fucking pumped. She's so happy about people. She's so happy. Her and Jefferson become BFFs immediately. They do. And And she's like, we're going to slaughter a chicken, have a chicken dinner, and Luther grants one potato each. Yeah, that's amazing. And vegetables. Um, She also is just like, oh my God. Yeah, like, you like my artwork, Jefferson? Do you want to paint a room? You want to do it? And he's just like, "Ah!" and then like... I don't know. Little it's just, boys need to get dirty, I don't know, they? I know, it's true. Like, Christy was like, he's making a mess. And she was like, he's a little boy. He should be making a mess. And, like, the, my heart was just like, <laughs> it does. So they have such a lovely... So so Christy's like... Oh, and Gavin's still there. And no sorry, one knows I'm where sorry. anyone is. What do you mean no one knows where anyone is? Like, none of the, Like, Gavin didn't tell his folks where... Okay. Like, he hasn't contacted... Right. He just left. Granddaddy Longchamp like, and like, Edwina. But it's his daddy. Yeah. Anyway, so... Right. So they're all kind of like sorting themselves out, and Gavin's like, I can help do some hay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Christy is like, Yeah, they were cool, but like, I definitely need a little fucking help with these fucking dishes. She's like, yeah. I'll do some cleaning because you need a little help with that. So they kind of like are like, We can help and be cool and harmonious. And they have a beautiful like dinner, and, um, then they're so full of joy and happiness. And Christy's like, can you fuck away my rape trauma? Yep. And the phrase throbbing manliness does show up. It always does. So Gavin fucks away her rape trauma, I guess. You know, she was just like, I, we love each other. I need to like replace this trauma memory with a good one. And, you know, she was ready to do that. Yeah. All right. I mean, maybe if we ever caught up with these characters later, she would have been like, I rushed too fast into that. But you know what? When there's no one else to help you with your trauma, like, she's going on some a co- instincts. A cock will do. Yeah. A, co- a co- little cock will do, yeah. A little cock will do, yeah. <laughs> um, it's noted that Homer no read good. Yeah. Um, but he's so excited to learn. Yeah. And so, so Christy's like, let's all learn. And then she's like, something's going on with Homer. I wonder who Homer is. Why does Homer come around? And Gavin's like, maybe everyone's fucking business isn't your business, Christy. <laughs> Jesus. And she's like, I'm going to ask Luther. He's like, don't fucking ask Luther. Why do you know? She's like, 
I'm gonna fucking ask, which I like for I love for Gavin. He's like, who fucking can't stop getting into these people's business? She's like, well, I need to know. And he's like, do you? He's like, do you? Maybe, maybe leave it alone. Can you? This really isn't your business. And she's like, Luther, who the fuck's Homer? And um, Luther says the most beautiful thing ever about Charlotte, which was that. Basically, the Booth family was horrible, mm-hmm. and that. But Charlotte was blessed with softness and had sunshine in her face always. <sighs> he really loves her. I know. Also, she's way less like. She's a little quirky, but like yeah. they treated her like she was like. An R word. Yes, like like very very like stupid, inept. Like yeah. no, I think that she would have done a lot better had they actually. And she'd be in like... It's like shitty, dirty, bark needed nurturing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Unchecked quirkiness. Unchecked quirkiness. Um, they go to a swimming hole. Shout out to Foxworth Hall. Yeah, I know. I thought that too. Well, because Luther was like, hey, just there's a pond down there if you guys want to go swimming sometime. He's just like, Luther is living for like Christy and Gavin's like little romance. He's, I didn't get that read, but I love that for, you got that Yeah. Read. He's living for like Jefferson being there and being friends with Homer. Like... Luther is such a secret softy, and he, he's just psyched. Like, he found out, like, he reads between the lines. Like, when she said, like, I can't be there because of my uncle, like, he immediately was just like, oop, you can stay here as long as you want. There's a lot of read on Luther that you're very correct on that I didn't read. Um, I love him. So, they go to the swimming hole, and I think they skinny dip and are, like, having sexy tingles. But Christy comes with the common sense, and she's like, I do not want to get pregnant. I know! I was so excited to read that! She's like, we have to be careful. We get to be, like, bone every time that we feel like boning. Like, I, we, babies happen. And that's the first time that, like... <laughs> the common sense. <laughs> that's the first time that we've been, like, at the same, like, oh... That happens because, like, I don't know, when Dawn got pregnant, she was like, what was I thinking? Of course, when we had, like, extra big, long sex for a month Extra straight. big, long sex. <laughs> I had an extra big, long sex. That's, those are the only sexes that get you pregnant is the big, long ones. Extra How long sex extra for a big, long? For a month straight. I can't believe I didn't so think about getting pregnant. There's so many semen. <laughs> like everyone else seems to be like, oh, intercourse means babies. <laughs> and Christy's just like, yo, like I know we're feeling feelings. No more sperms. We cannot. We cannot. I'm like, fucking yes, girl. But. 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 Ugh. Gavin is just kissing her all the way down, but Christy stops him from quote unquote going any lower. Girl, that is a thing you can do that won't get I you know. pregnant. I know. Well, you know. Let him tongue your clit. Yeah, please. <laughs> please do. Um, anyway, how does Fern know about the Meadows? I don't fucking know. Just to make our lives Conflict as the reader miserable. Oh, yeah. hi. Hi there. Um, Fern rolls in with Morty, another man. Morty. Oh, and they are just the worst. I thought I couldn't, like, dislike a character more, like, a female character oh. more than Fanny. Fern. Fern is the actual worst. It, they're so mean. Charlotte's so like sweet and innocent. She gets pretty distressed pretty quick. She's like, okay, well. Yeah, like they, they talk about like when they go in the room and see like Aunt Fern and Morty just in there being like, huck, blah, and like ripping butts in the sitting room. Like Charlotte's eyes are just like, I'm terrified. I don't know what to do. Like I'm very polite. I don't, 
is actually fucking happening. Who are you? Ugh, I hate them. And then they're like, we need a good room. Like, your parent, their their parents' bedroom has been kind of kept like a, you know, a mausoleum of some type. And yeah. she's like, get all these gross face creams out of here. Which, to be fair, they're probably like 60-year-old face creams. It doesn't fucking matter. Their house is large enough that no one needs to go in that room. Processing Charlotte is so room. distressed over there. She's so upset. She's like, no, Very but um, this is my... This is my parents' room. Um, no one's been there since. Um, um. And Luther tries to get, and then Fern just starts throwing out threats like, "Oh, you wouldn't want me to call the police. Like, you want me to? You wouldn't like, want me to do this? Yeah, you she was like, what about calling up the note on the meadows? And then I was like, who owns the meadows? Who owns the meadows? Was it Don and thus Christy? I don't know why it would be Don though, because she wasn't related to. But I'm saying <laughs> that yes. Okay, so let's think about this. So we have Lillian, a.k.a. Grandmother Cutler. Would not, would not. I feel like Philip would own it. Well, hold up. So we okay. got the money, the Cutler money. And I feel like, I, it's, not, it's not said explicitly anywhere, but I feel like Don would have purchased the Meadows or given some kind of financial benefaction. Oh, yeah, probably. So in two years when Christy turns 18, she will have maybe the, the control of that. But yes... Did Don have a will? Because if she didn't, I feel like she would not have willed Christy to Philip. She definitely didn't have a will, or we would have heard and about it. And second of all, there might be a whole legal proceeding that could have prevented this whole... Anyway, so if we're going along with the fact that Philip is somehow, somehow a legal guardian, he would have financial control mm. of the Meadows. I just feel like there's no way that... Don, like, why would Don buy it? I'm pretty sure that, like, it would have just gone to Charlotte because it was belonged to Miss Emily... It would have just gone to Charlotte, and they talked gone. about how Miss Emily had money. She just she's, never spent yeah, it. Yeah, she's felt it sinful. To be yeah, fair. so I don't, I don't know why there's Great this. Great question. Yeah, this threat of like the Meadows and my my uncle Philip or my fucking whoever Philip's gonna come in here and threats, 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 threats to get her way. And sh- uh, Fern also hates Homer. Yeah, which is such a, get this fucking beast man away from me. Like, he was a gentle giant. She's like, I don't fucking care. So she basically, Fern hates Christy because Christy is quote unquote a princess. But us, the readers who have, (sighs) us, the reader who have done Red Twilight's Child know that Fern also could have been a princess. She could have been. Yeah. She was like, everyone was mean all the time. And Christy keeps trying to like fact check her and be like, no, but you were a shitbag. But like, I, I know how much my parents wanted you to be happy and wanted you to be part of the family. She's like, no, nope, that's bullshit. They wanted to change me. And she's like, like, no, you just like needed to not like steal and like try to teach me about sex when I was five. So she basically makes Christy a slave to get back at her for being the princess. And now you're going to wait on me. Bring me coffee, but wait while we fuck. Yeah, like the first night she was like, you have to scrub down this entire bathroom. This isn't All this for me. shit. And, and Gavin's like, why or why you want this bathroom then? Yeah. Yeah, maybe pick a room that's not this dirty. A mausoleum. Um, and I think that's when Christy like breaks and... Hold on. No, so she, she brings the coffee oh and God. she like knocks and, and there's like fucking sex sounds happening. Fucking Fucking sounds. Fucking fucking sounds. Fucking fucking sounds. Wait while we fuck and then bring. She's like, hang on a second. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Um, <laughs> and then she's like, draw my bath and wash my hair and do my everything. Scrub my back. Small circles. Small circles. 
Give go get a, go get my nail polish. Pedicure time. Dry my feet. And you finally, idiot. Christy is like, he fucking raped me. And she, Fern is like not so sympathetic. She's like, oh my god, really? Tell me about it. She's like, I tried to get him to like do me. He was interested, but it never happened. She's like, why are you upset? He's handsome. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it was horrible. And she's like, why? Oh my god, I was. <laughs> And then she's like, bring me some breakfast. I don't want these dry eggs. Bring me eggs, not dry. Yeah, I want, like, my eggs wet. <laughs> Give me some wet eggs. What the fuck? What the fuck is that? I that. Give me some wet eggs. Yeah. She literally, she literally requested wet eggs. <laughs> oh, I'm picturing, like, like, a scramby in, like, a glass of water. Ah! I know. Like, a really, like a really messed up, like, do-it-yourself, like, Orbitz drink from the oh, 90s. Yeah, like Orbitz. <laughs> I've been sitting on that for so long. Like a, gla- like a glass of water with fucking scrambies floating in it. Scramby egg Orbitz. Um, so, Fern is needling Dawn about being piano player and is like, all the money my brother spent on lessons. Like, that was fucking Dawn's money. Yeah, and also point she of, was... Point of order, Jimmy had no money. Yeah, no. Dawn had the money. Mm-hmm. Dawn was that. And also, she was like, we wanted to give you music lessons to, like, to try to do it, and you didn't yeah. want it. She's like, well, I wasn't going to do it if they wanted me to do it. Like, fucking for... <laughs> like, she'd complain about something... Christy would fact check, and then she would be like, well, of course I wasn't going to do it for them. And it's like, why are you fucking complaining that you couldn't do it? Like, <laughs> Here are two notes that I wrote that I'm, I don't know where. It just says, poor Charlotte, frowny emoji, and then Fern gets real mad. Was it? <gasps> they found the baby doll. Yeah. Oh, no. That's why I wrote poor Charlotte, frowny emoji. They fuck with her baby doll, and it's, it's her baby. Like, it's, it's Charlotte's baby, yeah. and they play monkey in the middle. Which is super upsetting. Yeah. And then Fern, like, runs into the room. She's like, ah! She rages the fuck out that people won't let her be a dick. And then Homer's there, and she's like, blah! And then Homer just, like, gently passes the doll back to to Charlotte. I also noted that this whole Fern-Morty thing goes on for way too long. It does. It's too much of the book. It was too much of the book. Like, it was just so stressful, too. It could have been a few pages, and it was, like, a chapter and a half of Fern. Well, because they were just terrible, too. They were like... Move this. Don't do that. You do this for us. You do that. Like, you're entertaining. Oh, princess. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm going to say two words to you. Strip poker? Nope. Oh. They are Morty baby. Morty baby? She's like, don't you play little games? And she's like, Morty, you're a baby. Lick the food off your nose, Morty baby. You're a bad baby. It's... Oh. It's, I'm sorry that you blocked that out and I reminded you. I didn't, like, block it out. I just... Take your hand like, away. Could... listener can't hear you. <laughs> sorry, dear listener. I just, like, stopped writing notes a long time ago about this book because it was, like... So, Fern is, like, these are games that adults play, little relationship games. Don't you and Gavin play these games? And she's, like, Morty, you're a baby. And, like, puts mashed potatoes or some shit on his nose. And she's like, he's, and Morty's, like, na, 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 na. And Chrissy's, like, what the fuck happening? Yeah. 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 Morty, baby. He's a baby. Morty, baby. So then, uh, she, uh... Morty baby. Uh, so Morty baby. Have some taints. Mashed mm. ones on your nose. And then she's like, done, you're not a baby anymore. Yeah. And Christy's like, why the fuck is Morty doing this? She got like the money or the puss? Like what what does she have? Yeah, like why? Why? Probably, which is like a great and fair question. Great and fair. 
And then, so Fern's like, so Chris is like, we're going to put uh, uh, Jefferson. Jefferson to bed, and we're just going to, and she's like, great, you can come down when you're done. Play some games. Make them some gin and tonics, Morty. Yeah, and uh, she gets blackmailed into playing strip poker, which I'm pretty sure is a crime. I think that's, so. a, that's a sex crime. But when they go upstairs, she's like dressing Jefferson for bed and notices that he's got a cut. Oh, like, no. Oh, no. A hidden nail wound. Yep. Oh, that no. That he got when he was painting the room with Charlotte. Days ago. Yep. And she's like, she didn't notice. And then, like, Charlotte was like, I don't remember if I washed that. I get Was it Lu- yesterday? I get Luther. <laughs> Tomorrow. I get Luther's and Luther's cuts messed up with everyone else's cuts because he's always cutting himself. So they, like, clean and dress the wound best they can. Go back downstairs. Like, fucking, like, let's entertain her. We just want her to get bored so that right, she'll leave. Yes. Like, But that's, um, it's extortion, right? That's, that's a sex, that's a crime. That she is blackmailed into playing strip poker. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. I mean, that's I'm sure. That's a crime. Like, it's a fucking moral crime, and if anything. Detective Staber. Staber. Detective Staber. Can I get a Detective Staber on this? He would be out up in there. Yep. Um, so it's like one hand of poker, apparently. You like take off like and, six articles of clothing. And how do you feel? Paris count is one. Nope. Which is not right. Nope. Nope, but they were like, mm, those are arm rolls. <laughs> um, also, like, Gavin just pieces out because they're like, here, have this drink. He's like, we're not having your drinks. Like, you're such a boring teenager. And he's just like, she's like, mm, giddy teenager. Mm. And he's just like, we're just making... Not into this shit. And then, yeah, like, Gavin loses, and he's like, I'm not fucking stripping, and yeah. just, like, pieces out. And Fern is again, she's like, don't welch on your bets! Yeah, she's full nude. She's well, full when she, The second nude. she gets full nude, Gavin's like, you're fucking disgusting, I can't believe you're my sister. I'm out. Knock it off, bye! Get I don't your, need to see your vag. Get your giant off the chair. Take your giant off the antique chair. <laughs> And pubes everywhere. Um, <laughs> the not, acidity or w- in your labia is going to ruin the varnish on this antique chair. <laughs> How many excretions? Um, this it's is probably constantly excreting. Um, and then, and then, so Christy's having a moosh about it, and Gavin's like, "Fuck it, relief. We'll We're not going to let her do this. We'll go to Daddy Longchamp in Texas, which should have been Plan One. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Earlier, when I was like, "Oh, the meadows," it should have been Plan One. It, it should have. Yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't plan one, but we had to have this, I guess. I did like seeing Charlotte and Luther again. Sure. But, like, could have done without... Fern for 22 chapters. Fucking A. Just being gross and always like, tell me about how your uncle, like, tell me about his penis. Tell me what, what he did. Like, Bleh. Oh, do you and Gavin do sex? I can see do it on you your face. A, you do doing you a do sex. A, do you do a singular <laughs> sex? Um, and, oh, no. Jefferson have a swollen face and neck. Yeah, so that yeah, the they go to bed because they're like, all right, we're just gonna fucking tomorrow morning. We're piecing out of here. <laughs> Getting out of here will be. They fine. were like, Fern's gonna lose interest without the threat of us. Yeah, we thought that she would get bored anyways, but she's clearly not planning on doing that. So we'll just go. And then um, he got swollen face neck. Yeah, uh, Christy wakes up because Gavin's like, fucked up. This kid looks fucked up. And it's true that they're teens. They're like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, find an adult. 
Yeah, and they try, and then Fern's like, why are you going to always be so dramatic? And then Morty comes in with a little bit of the smallest redemptive arc and is like, hey, Fern, you have aspirin. Like, this kid needs aspirin to bring down his fever. You have aspirin. Why don't you go take a look for it? Yep. It's it's the smallest redemptive arc. He's like, thanks. Thanks, Morty. Thanks, Morty. Um, so they try to, like, ram aspirin down his face, but his throat is so swollen. He keeps, like, choking it up. Yeah, he chokes it up. So they grind it up and put it in water and, like, are able to give him, like, a, bit. a glass of aspirin water over, like, a period of a couple of hours. But Luther's seen this before. Well, then everyone wakes up and then uh, falls asleep, and when they wake up, he's just, like, rigid. And then they start screaming. And Luther's like, oh, shit. Oh, I, I had a, a cousin. I'm a farm guy. I know what this I is. I had a cousin who cut his leg on a rusty plow blade. Rusty narrow, rusty narrow. Yep. And we, we have to go now to the hospital. Now. Like, oh, no. Hospital forms. I know. Hospital forms. And everyone's being a dick. They're like, <laughs> how long ago did this? And I wanted her to be like, I was actually surprised Christy didn't do her regular Christy and was like, we just found out that he had this cut. Like, eight hours ago. Like, of course I would have treated it at the time. Um, the doctors and the nurses are all fucking cunts. Yeah. And I like that they, she keeps being like, my guardian, my uncle. And they're like, him? To, like, Luther. This guy? She should have just said yes. I guess. Are they going to check? That I was guess. like, uh... But then she was like, who's going to pay for this? So... <laughs> my so, cat is screaming. Uh, if you can hear that at all at any time, that is That's my, my soul leaving my body whenever we mention Aunt Philip. Aunt Philip. Aunt Philip comes in. He do roll back into the hospital because of all the hospital forms. Because the doctor's like, this is expensive treatment. All right. So, rock in a hard place. Well, Luther comes back, too, with Homer to visit. Yeah, because Luther cares very deeply about Jefferson. Yeah. Comes back, and he's like, oh, he's such a good boy. I wish I had a son like him. And it's like... (laughs) And also lets them know, like, oh, yeah, the second they found out that Jefferson was in the hospital, they just left. And they're like, are you fucking... Okay. <laughs> oh, you mean Fern and Morty? Yeah. So Philip rolls back in mm. and gives Gavin a plane ticket back to Texas. Tit sweet. He's like, you better get this and piss off. And and then he's like, this isn't the street. Because he's like, I'll fucking fight you, you old fucking fucker. And then he's like, this isn't the streets. The doctor said that. Whoever said it. The fucking doctor. Which was stupid. I was like, get, get off your... Why are you in... Um, yeah, so I hate the plane flight they take back to Virginia. Mm, they're just, because, like, sitting so next to each other. Yeah, I do not like this plane trip, Sam, I am. Mm. Because Philip, he just, like, prattles on as though nothing is amiss mm-hmm. and is chitter-chattering. And then he, like, slips into, like, his whispery creeper talk. Yep. He's like, what is I thought you knew. I thought you knew. He, like, made a promises. What about the promises we made for gentle promises, judges, promises? Mm-mm. And Christy's like, I'm just looking out the fucking window. She's like, I just want my brother to get better. She was. She noted that she was like looking out the window, but he was talking straightforward, like she, she was sitting across from him. Mm-hmm. Weird. She has to go back into her shitty home, and I'm gonna show you these two notes that I took that I'm gonna say, but you're not gonna like them. So I'm gonna prep you. And they are warmy panties and chowder crotch. So I mean, I do like trying to crush. That's fine. So she finds that, like, Philip and or Melanie have dumped, like, earthworms into her underwear drawer. Dead worms and dirt. Also, like, sliced up her Sweet Sixteen dress. Yeah. 
bunch of other shit. Just like some petty vandalisms, and she, there's like lunch or dinner. Oh, oh, and Aunt Bet locks her into her room because yeah. you ran off. And Christy's like, why doesn't Christy want to tell Aunt Bet? Because she was like, she's going to turn it against me in some way or something like that. Yeah, I think she was like, she was also worried that like saying something like that would make her a person that she didn't want to be. Like she didn't want to say something just to hurt Aunt Bet. Okay. I know. Like 16, got to remember 16. Fine. But also, she keeps being locked in her room. Like, she's supposed to be ready for food at, like, a certain time. And if she, like, isn't out of her room at a certain time, Breakfast is done. Yep. I don't know if it was uh, lunch or dinner, but there is chowder. And uh, Melanie and Richard are assholes to her. And she (laughs) dumps the chowder right in their crotches. Yeah, but what happened before that is um, she was pounding on the door, I believe, about, like, the broken stuff or whatever. I don't know. But... Aunt Bet comes in. She finally is just like, I don't even fucking care if it's petty for me. And she tells Yeah, and Aunt she was Bet. like, do you want to know why I left? Is because Philip raped me. Yeah. And then she, Aunt Bet scurries off in her room, like, scream crying. And that's why she's not locked in. Yes. And then she... Tried her crotches. Oh, I think it was, um... She screamed about her dress being ruined. That's when Aunt Bet came in. And she's in. like, damn, well, what do you want? Maybe if you hadn't left, you would have been here to look at your stuff. Of course it wasn't my kids, though. What the fuck? Do you think there's ghosts in this house? Ma'am. Do you think there's ghosts in this house? So then that's when she like clapped back and was like, fucking no. And then she scurried off and then Christy found more like fucking yeah. shitty things that happened in there. And Richard's like, Ring. your brother's going to die. He's not even coming here. And then so Christy's like, fucking Philip, Is he coming here or not? Well, she, yeah, she flips fucking Shouter into their laps. Like... She's like one fell swoop. She like burns their reproductive systems. They don't even have any. They're just like they. I picture them like weird, like robot Barbie dolls. I don't know. So then the next thing I wrote was, Philip takes Christy to the hospital in his high school jacket. Come on. Yeah. So like Aunt Bet's like, oh hey, you're. She's gone for hours. She just shuts herself away. Yeah. Like she. She fucking knows. And did her whole yeah. facade come down upon her that she was just like a blank canvas to be Dawn slash Christy? I think so. Probably at that point. Or at least realize. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even care about Aunt Bet. She's a fucking bitch. Fine. Fair. Yeah, she sucks. She was like, she grew up with all this privilege. She's an asshole. She treated like the servants like fucking servants. And yeah, no, she sucks. She fucking sucks. She's no shits about kids whose parents just died. She's just like, um, it's really inconvenient for us to be here. And it's like, are you kidding me? So, yeah. So then she's like, oh, you're Take spo- me to my brother right now. You're, well, sh- Aunt Bet was like, hey, you were supposed to, like, talk to, to Christy about the fact that she, like, flipped chowder in some laps. And he was like, not the time. And she's like, but he's like, it's not the time! Yes, we are going to the hospital. Your brother just got here. And then, like... Do you like my letter jacket? Yeah, he like comes with his fucking letter jacket, and then like come on. They go outside, and he's just like, and she's like, "Where's Julius?" Who's the um, chauffeur? And he's like, "Oh, he's got the night off." And she's like, "When is he over the night?" He's like, "Oh, he's got a girlfriend in town." She's like, "Okay." They take a little side trip to the beach. Yeah, they're driving there, and she's like, "This isn't the way to the hospital." And like, meanwhile, he's being like, "Oh, you were great tonight," and she's like, "What?" Everyone loved your singing. Everyone, lo- and she was like, "What?" Like he keeps being like. Saying more shit, and she's like, Uncle Philip, what the f- actual fuck? And then they pull over, like, he's pretending it's that Outlook place by the mm-hmm. school that they went to. 
Calls or like her in Dawn. his mind. Yeah, calls her Dawn. Yeah. Again, do a rapins. Um, she runs out of the car. The beach is not a good run to safety place. No, this, it was right in front of her, though, you know? Fair. Like, that's the only place she could um, go. I did like um, Philip getting a face full of sand. Yeah, she was like, I don't fucking know what to do. Like, she's trying to fight him she's off. She does run away. Yep. She gets a handful of sand, throws it right Whips in his, his eyes. Face. And then Great able, move, yeah. Then is able to, like, get away from him and run away. Because um, he's, like, tearing at her clothes. She's scratching her skin. Yeah, like it's being gross. So she meanders all the way up to Bronson Elcott's. I Didn't she, did she go to Bronson's or did she, like, stumble into the road and flag down a car? No, she stumbled into the road. A car kept going. Okay. And then she was walking and she was worried that any of the other cars were going to be Phillips. So she kind of, like, skulked. Yeah, skulked a little bit. She shows up, Bronson opens the door, and is just like, fuck, what? And she tells him what's up, and he's like, I am so sorry. Like, I should have listened to you more. Like, I wish I had known. This is never going to happen. Calls the police immediately. Yeah, he's like, you're going to live with me now. Yeah, and she's like, he's like, if that's okay. And she's like, that's what I fucking wanted. Um, he's like, I'm sorry I didn't get it before, but like, shit, like, okay, I got you. I got you. Uh, the police roll up with Philip in the back. Freaking. And Bronson is like, you know what to do. And they say, yes, sir, we'll take care of it. And I just have several, like, thinking phases. Because. Because. Is being obsessed with someone in the DSM? You don't get to, like, be insane about it. They're like, oh, well, we don't want to take care of this. Like, uh, he's like a little crazy man. Well, no! I think it's because when they found him, he was, like, broken and, like, screaming for Dawn, like, somewhere. So there was, like, something that, like, cracked him more than he was. Sure, sure. I think that's but, why. So they, they just, like, scuttled him. I think he's still going to get in trouble. Oh, good. I hope so. I th- Yeah, I think. Good. I think he's still going to get in trouble. I read that as yeah. very, like, we'll just sweep it under the psychiatric rug. No, no, no. I think it's, like, you know you got to bring him to the fucking cra- loony bin, right? And they're like, yeah, we got it. Okay. Different reads. Because okay. um, Christy also mentions that, like, it took Uncle Philip like, a hot minute to, like, bust out of that insanity that he was in. So my mind just goes to, like... Because she's a strong bitch, like Christy. So I think that she probably would have been, like... Let's get this. Doesn't he, like... Isn't he, like, screaming from the back of the... Yeah, he's, like, screaming for Dawn. Yeah. I... And then all of a sudden, it was, like, epilogue. So these are my last two notes in the book. You ready? Mm -hmm. Betty Ann pieces out. Nice. (laughs) And then, no engagement for Kirstie and Gavin. Nice. Yeah. I like that. But, I don't know, I feel like the epilogue wasn't long enough for me. Like, there was too much happening at the Meadows. There was, there was, like, yeah, there was too much happening at the Meadows with, like, with stressed out Fern shit. Because you don't even really, like, it was like, oh, Fern ended up with someone else, with someone else. I don't know. Usually you get more... Closure. Yeah, we've gotten more, like, information about the future, um... In like the last books of pre prequel books, mm. so that was I don't know. I just wanted to like even a sentence like how was Charlotte? Yeah, I want to know about Charlotte and Luther. Like I want to know like when I finally got a hold of Aunt Trisha, like whatever. And then we made sure we saw each other frequently. From I don't know. It's whatever you want it to be. I, I know, but I was just expecting a little bit more. So that's the only thing I liked was that it wasn't like, and then Gavin was going to marry me. Yep. She was like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Yep. She was like, I am going to focus on my music. So like, that's what I want to do. Jefferson can run this fucking hotel. I give zero shits. That's right. That's yeah. right. She mm-hmm. was like, everyone wants me to be the hotel person, but like, eh, Jefferson will do that. Yeah. She'll figure it out. 
He'll great. be fine. Great. He does get better. He's better, etc. I don't know. Yes, I think... Because th- we were worried, like, oh, shit, did he actually, like... Is he dead in, in Virginia or uh, in, the, at, in the meadows? Where the what fuck? fucking... What state is that? South Virginia. <laughs> That's not a state. South Virginia. Okay. Anyways, yeah, there's, like, a, apparently a plane ride, but I don't know... A plantation ride. A plantation. Yeah, who knows? Plantain Any- right away. I love, we'd love to ride a plantain. Oh. Okay. That's not what... Yep. So... Shapes. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he, uh, Jefferson makes a full recovery. He okay. is actually... He was actually airlifted or whatever to the local hospital. So here's, I think, what... So uh, Laura Sue has a nurse slash housekeeper slash lady of the house mm-hmm. That um, Jefferson kind of instantly bonds with, and she nurtures him, and they have they live there. Here's what we're led to believe: we, the reader, um, Christy goes on and does her piano. Um, Gavin's probably still in the picture, but that's not her main thrust in mm-hmm. life. Uh, Jefferson grows up to uh, take on the hotel. Fern is much the same, mm-hmm. and goes dick to dick. Clit to clit, who knows? Yeah, yeah, you know why not? Whatever. Um, as long as you're not ruining anyone else's life. Shits to shit. Ass to mouth. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. She absolutely, she absolutely goes ass to mouth. And back to ass again. Back to mouth again. She goes ass to ass. Probably. Just two buttholes creaming against each other. <laughs> All right. Oh, what, ma'am? Too far. <laughs> Um, I hope that Bronson ends up marrying like the the, the nurse. The Why? Nurse. I don't know because she still lived there after Laura Sue died. She's become like a matronly, or at least the, like she becomes like part of the family. I think she is. I don't think you need to marry someone for them to to be a part fine. Of I I hope that her and Bronson like have a very special real friendship. She's an employee. Is there an HR involved? Not in the 70s. Is there an HR involved now? The 50s, 40s? Fr- I don't know. Fr- Fronkties. The Fronkties. It was in the Fronkties. It was definitely in the It was 40s. in Smart. It was in the 14s, 16s. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it is kind of a non-ending ending. Yeah. Also, I noted, like, there are a lot of, like, chapters in this book that ended, like, kind of dramatically. Like, it would be like, and then I sh- gasped. And then like, the next page, it's like, I finished gaps- gasping. <laughs> I exhaled. It's interesting. The next one we got is, uh, uh hang on. Uh, it's not going to be in there. It's going to be listed on it's the back. It's not going to be in there. It, from God. It's going to end with that one. Midnight Whispers. Okay. So the darkest hour is before the dawn, and it might be the darkest hour of our reading. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that, and... That's Shout it. out today before we did a recording, we talked to Lee Lee Felix on a Zoom call. Thank you so much for uh, giving us your thoughts and your deals. thoughts and times and an adorable face. Yes. Um, hope we do it again. He hopefully will be a special guest yes. on future podcasts. Please let us know about. I mean, Lee is the only person who has. Um, given us his thoughts and feelings. We know you have thoughts and feelings. Why are you keeping them inside? Yeah. Email us. I, in real life, will mention a little bit, like, oh, I'm a little podcast, you know, VC Andrews. And I usually get, oh, yeah, I read that. Nothing. No, like, 
oh, wasn't that fucked up? And here are my thoughts. Yeah. Like, I'm looking for something reciprocal now. Yeah, let's engage, guys. Let's finger. Let's, let's get engaged with an ice cream sundae. Mm. Ice cream castle. Yeah. I just want to know, is there, any, is there anyone else out there who wants to delve? Yeah. Go deep. Get a scuba tank. Let's go. How deep do you want to get? How deep is your love? Shallow. I really need to know. Okay, bye. Yeah, bye. Thanks for listening to VC's Pieces Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Technical support is provided by Boo and Matt. Thanks for answering all of my stupid questions. Music used is Dust in the Attic by Broken MC under a Creative Commons license. Email us at vcspiecespodcast at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments. You can also follow us on Instagram. We are at Podcast. New episodes are released every other Friday to give you time to read along. In the meantime, settle into the cove, find your real dad. Oh, and uh, don't forget, douse yourself liberally in Philip repellent. Ugh.